Platte River Radio presentation. Platte River Radio presents High School Wrestling, brought to you by Trampy Egg, Elman, Maine, Costler Cottle, Broadfoot Sand and Gravel, Matt Pulaski, State Farm Agent, Lorraine Chiropractic, Nutrient Ag Solution, Town and Country Bank, Aurora Co-op, Family Physical Therapy, and Gillespie Ag. He takes him over to his back. He gets a two count. They're so tough. And Kluthi's one of them, but he has thrown him to his back. Back for the fall. In 3-11, Garrett Kluthi of Ord has become a four-time conference champion for the Ord Chanticleers. The state's best wrestlers have advanced to today's semifinal round and are one victory away from the walk and the parade of champions. It's the state semifinals coming up next as Central Nebraska's best wrestling coverage continues. Let's take you live to the CHI Center in Omaha with sports director Doug Duda. And welcome back, everyone, to the CHI Health Center here in Omaha. Doug Duda joined by my man, Colin Pfeiffer, who we put him through the Class A uh, gauntlet this morning, and now we move to the Class D semifinals, and then right into it, and uh, Colin Sebastian Sacida of Shelton against number one Eli Lanham. This is a rematch of something we saw at Amherst. Lanham pinned him in 103, and we're underway, and he's already working things here on Sacida. Yeah, Lanham, Lanham's a, a four-time finalist now here uh, in, in Omaha, or a four-time medalist here in Omaha, three-time finalist. He was a state champion two years ago. Kind of, kind of one of the bigger surprising upsets that happened in Class D down here last year. He got beat in the finals by Hunter Bennett, who we'll see at 113 uh, here in a little bit um, in the finals. And, and Lanham had beat him five times. So Lanham has looked really, really good this year. Uh, we seen him earlier this year at the Amherst Invite. We actually seen this match. And, and Saceda, he's a really good wrestler. He has a bright upcoming future for him as, as just a freshman, but he's a little undersized yet still at this weight. And, and Lanham able to stay all four years at 106 pounds has got him cradled up on the edge of the mat here already has scored a three point near fall, turns him over and out of bounds, but it is eight to nothing in favor of Eli Lanham over a Sebastian Saucita, who many people considered both of his wins yesterday, kind of many upsets. Yeah, he opening round, he beat Tristan Wells from Thayer Central, and and then in the quarterfinals, really had had a dominating win over Jeffrey Forzen from Mullen, who was who was ranked, uh, I believe, I believe eighth at the time, and and so Saucita. I knew it coming into the state tournament, he could be kind of a little bit of a sleeper because he he's super super talented, but but his size just is, is a little bit of a factor for him at this point. And you take a look, uh, as I said a moment ago in our uh, update, our first two guys, Hunter Bennett, will take on Jacob Fox of Axtell. Our first two wrestlers from the area get undefeated kids here in the semifinals, so that's going to make it tough. Fact, the first three, Nick Keene from Kennesaw has undefeated Adam Miller from Elkhorn Valley. So that'll be coming up, and the first period comes to an end. Another tip, and it's 10-0 Lanham over uh, Saucida, and we've seen Plainview, and they just uh, honored Coach Dean Boyer. As many people know, he's been battling leukemia. He had a bone marrow transplant. There's a big article in the newspaper uh, this morning about him being able to attend and watch his uh, wrestlers for the first time uh, this year. Uh, Obviously, we didn't get to see him at Amherst, but they come down, and Neely Oakdale comes down, and it really has made that such a great tournament. So we're familiar with some of these guys, especially in Class D, just from, from that tournament alone. Yeah, really good to see Coach Boyer down here. Um, I became friends with with his three sons that are the two of them live in Kearney now. And, and, you know, 
Boyer, Coach Boyer's usually out at the Amherst invite, and he's kind of got a, a little bit of Western Nebraska flair to him. He, he grew up in Mullen, Nebraska, and he actually student taught at Amherst at one point in his teaching career. So, so Coach Boyer is is somebody that I really admire. We've got an escape here by Lanham to start the second period, and he gets another takedown over Saucita, so he just continues to run this match at will. We get a restart. It's 13 to nothing. Lanham, Saucita just hoping that maybe he can get an escape here and, and pick up a point and come back through with the medal because the other side of the semifinals, really tough. Neiman of Superior and Koshin of East Butler, and Neiman is running that one, so that could be a heck of a final tomorrow between those two. And we have just a minute to go in the second period. Lanham looks like he has turned Saucita again. He's got the necessary points, so it's either going to be a pin or a tech fall. And Lanham will be in the Parade of Champions. It's it's a very rare club to be in the champions. I mean, there's the four-timers just to be in the parade four times. And that yep. will do it. The tech fall coming at the 317 mark for Eli Lanham by a score of 16 to nothing over Sebastian Saucita. So what happens now is Sebastian will drop down and he will wrestle two more times now uh, for somewhere between third and sixth. His next match, win, you go to third and fourth, lose, you go to fifth and sixth. So that's what happens here with all of our semifinalists. And we move on to the 113-pound bout. And here comes Jacob Fox of Axtell, 38-9 junior, who had a nice start and kind of dominated uh, Jackson Smith from Elm Creek yesterday, and he'll get undefeated Hunter Bennett, as you said, uh, Colin, the defending state champion from Elkhorn Valley. Yeah, Fox gets a good win there in the semifinal or in the quarterfinals yesterday against Smith. Uh, Smith had beat him twice uh, since they had both dropped to 13. Fox had actually beat Smith earlier in the year when they were both up at 120. So, and and actually that was Smith's first loss at 113 this year yesterday in the quarterfinals. So. Fox is a really good wrestler. I I think he's got a shot here. I was just talking to head coach Justin Swedberg before we came on the air here, and and I I think Fox has a chance in this match here. Well, that would be great to see, but again, against an undefeated senior who's in on a double leg, and there's the takedown for Bennett. So two nothing. Fox just he hit a couple of nice moves yesterday, like we said when we were uh, doing reports and doing the wrap up last night. Uh, he just got that big lead by taking Smith to his back, and uh, when it's catch-up, he was getting some easy points kind of the rest of the way, just doing what he was supposed to do. Yeah, Fox is, is a shorter wrestler, and, and he's real stocky and, and square, and, and and when you're trying to come back from a, from a big lead, that's not the type of wrestler you want to be facing. You mentioned Coach Boyer from uh, Mullen. I mean, is every stud in the state from Mullen when it comes to wrestling? I mean, how many are there? There's such a bloodline. Back in the 80s, Mullen was tough. They are. In fact, uh, they've got uh, a wrestler on the mat right now uh, in a consolation round here in Jeffrey Forzen against Dirks Nikolai from Central Valley. Yeah, who was down big in the match and just hit a twister and put Nikolaizic on the back. He is in some trouble, but it's uh, late here in the match. I don't know that it's... Is it enough? They actually called a stoppage here with three seconds to go. I don't think it's enough. No, six I... four, nine four. Nikolai Isaac apparently, unless they reposted it here. Four 
Forzen hit it, and then I think uh, Dirks was able to counter and uh, is going to come out of here and get the win. Well, let's go back up here to Jacob Fox. Still 2 to nothing. Hunter Bennett with the takedown here. Six seconds to go. We've got a caution now on Bennett on the uh, restart. Six seconds for Fox to try and pick up a short time escape here, which could be crucial after being taken down. Tries to sit out, but he's ripped right back down by Bennett, and that'll be the end of the first period with Bennett of Elkhorn Valley leading Fox of Axtell by a score of 2 to nothing. Things might go a little bit better here for Eli Paxton of Mullen. He's going to wrestle the consolation round at 113. He's a 41-4 sophomore. So always good to see Mullen. Mullen is tied for seventh in the team race right now. Yeah, and, and Paxton's kind of an interesting story. He uh, last year came into the state tournament. He wrestled as the backup 106 all year. Um, from Mullen and, and came into the state tournament as a, as a really undersized 113 pounder and and got on a hot streak and, and made the state finals. He was a runner up year a year ago down here in Omaha. Hunter Bennett will get the choice here in the second period. He'll take down. Boy, he's coming up and Fox is riding those hips and Bennett just keeps coming up and it's like an old mutton button right uh, busting right there. He's just trying to keep a, the calf or the sheep in this instance down and uh, Bennett very active off bottom runs him off the mat but. Looks like it's going to be tough for Fox to keep him down. Yeah, and and over here on mat number three, we got Jake, Jackson Smith of Elm Creek just getting started here. Smith, like we mentioned, lost to Fox in the quarterfinals, and Smith is in on a double leg here. He's got to get him elevated off the mat so he doesn't get chin whipped here. Somebody's gets going him ele- for a fly. Yeah, gets him elevated. Good counter. Yeah, he, he gets the takedown. So... Two nothing for Jackson Smith. Well, I, I think me, I think two, yeah, huh? I think maybe I think maybe Weber had a takedown there, so that was reversal. So Smith reverses it to tie it two two. The escape is registered here by Hunter Bennett, so he's got a three nothing lead over Jacob Fox of Axtell with a minute to go in the second period. Fox has got to find a way to score from his feet. Got to find a way to get that takedown. Yeah, get you know Fox. If he can get a late takedown here in the second period and then it's his choice to start the third, you know, you'd assume he's going to go underneath and try and get out. You know, we 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 seen it in Class A this morning with with Bo Hostler from Carney High. He he stayed in the match, got it to overtime and won. So so maybe Fox takes a similar path here. Got to find a way though to get that takedown. Being down three to nothing, thirty seconds to go as they're on their feet in the center of the match. Fox hit on a, a single. single. Now he switches it off to a double. To a double. And, and no, we're going to go out of bounds. They stay neutral. That was close. That was close to having a takedown there. Well, Bennett has been able to keep the, I guess, keep the feet even when they're tangled up or on the shots. He's been able to keep moving and get out of trouble by getting off the edge of the mat. 15 seconds to go. Hard to set something up in short time here for Fox. You know, in, in anything... What that shot right there and that close takedown attempt for Fox could have done was was made him believe, you know, that he can secure that takedown. Now it's going to be his choice. I'd imagine he's going to go underneath here. Pretty much have to when you need three. If you wanted to go neutral at two, that's one thing, but he needs three. So see if he can get the escape or work the reversal and go from there. Back over here for Elm Creek, uh, Jackson Smith has taken a 4-2 to lead as we get into the second period here and uh, nearly had the tilt here on uh, Creel Weber from Hemingford. Elm Creek-Hemingford, one of the coldest football games in the history of ever. And uh, Coach Jace Doolin will remember that. Of course, he 
took the job at Cozad yesterday, so got a chance to talk with him on the Doug and Daddy show. Best of luck. And he talked about these, asked him specifically about the two wrestlers and had all kinds of good words for him and Xavier Perez, who will be in the semifinals later. And back over here now in the third period, Fox is still trying to get off bottom against Bennett, who comes up to a one foot and uh, ankle pick by Bennett and takes him off the mat and puts him back down hard on his belly. Bennett doing a great job of riding. He had some pretty good ride time there in the first period, too. Looks like this might just end 3 nothing, Colin. Yeah, Fox, Fox really hasn't been close to getting out. Um, I, I think the obvious choice was is you had to go underneath. Um, you, you were close to getting the one takedown. You definitely didn't want to go on top there. So I think you had to go underneath to try to get the escape so that the takedown ties the match. Now just kind of hold him on the mat right at the very edge is Hunter Bennett. He's in a perfect position. Fox is able to squirm away to get out of bounds and at least get a restart. Yeah. We come to the end of the period over here, and uh, Jackson Smith has a 4-2 lead for Elm Creek over Weber of Hemingford as they go to the third. I haven't seen a stall call here in this semifinal match as Fox gets to his feet here, but Bennett really on top to me has made really no attempt to even even get a turn, and, and I'm kind of surprised, surprised that they're just letting him ride like he is. Fox gets back to his feet, and Bennett with another mat return. Just 15 seconds to go here, and uh, you want to win, but uh, when you're taking on an undefeated top-ranked wrestler like our last two uh, area wrestlers did, it's a tough one. just didn't happen. Fox wrestled hard, but just couldn't score on Hunter Bennett. Uh, And now Jackson Smith is on his back over here. Definitely gave up the reversal, and I think the ref's holding at least two near fall. And now... Jackson Smith comes up. We have a loss of control. Yep, we got a loss of control. So Weber, it looks like, got two near fall, and then Smith gets the escape. It's going to be 6-5 with a minute 19 to go. So Smith is trailing, and they'll be on their feet here as they wrestle for a medal between Weber, the 21-6 and six sophomore of Hemingford, and the 35-7 and seven freshman Jackson Smith of Elm Creek. Smith on a shot, but Weber counters, and now Smith tries to cradle him up. Or is it sometimes I get that backwards. Maybe Weber's got him in a little bit better situation. Well, and and Weber, Smith tried to get a little short fireman's there, and Weber threw a foot over the top. Smith still looks like he could be okay here. Comes back to his feet. Now Smith is trying to get the cradle. He's got to get off his hip. Yeah, he's in trouble. No control. He does get off his hip, but we're down to 30 seconds to go. Smith is down. Now he, gets, now he gets that short fireman's. Man, Weber's doing a great job of defending this. Now uh, Smith Smith tried a little bohemian roll there, gets caught in a little chin whip, and has given up the takedown and a couple back points here. And that is going to see the match down to 10 seconds, and Jackson Smith, is going to be eliminated here after a tough loss yesterday in the quarters. He will be beaten here in the uh, second round of wrestlebacks by a final score of 11-5 to five to Weber of Hemingford, and Smith will end his freshman season at 35-8. and eight. Logan Peterson of South Loop has taken the mat 
in the D120 consolations. Uh, Matt won against Owen Vondra, the 13-4 freshman out of Elkhorn Valley. And here in the second period, he has picked up the escape. one nothing, but Vondra now takes a 3-1 lead. Yeah, and Vondra, you say his record of 13-4. Something really interesting about him. Uh, we're in Class D. Class D teams have the option to enter 14 kids into the district wrestling tournament. They can double up at a weight class. Uh, Vondra's teammate is in the semifinals at 120 pounds. He's now trying to get in for a medal. Uh, the, the interesting stat about Vondra's record, he's he's 13 and four. Uh, three of his losses are to his teammates. So his first loss on the year that came to somebody other than his teammate, Zach Hartle, was yesterday in the state tournament. Hartle is uh, coming up here in the D120 semis. Later on, we've got Nick Keene of Kennesaw, Drake Belleville of Donovan Trumbull. Then we get into the midweights, and we really get busy. Xavier Perez, Elm Creek, Aiden Molzahn, Alma, Wyatt Jenkins of Rappahoe. We've got one area matchup at 170 as top-ranked and undefeated Connor Schutz of Highline, a four-time medalist, tries to become a two-time finalist against Hunter Earhart of Ansley Litchfield, and Cooper Slingsby of Ansley Litchfield is in there. Chase Pulaski of Pleasanton will take on Reese Zutiver of Sandhill Stedford. Alex Gideon Brendan of Burwell and Brendan Hall SEM also still to come. Right now, Peterson down 3-1. to one. Freshman versus a senior here. And we're down to 50 seconds to go in the match. Peterson trying to Get off bottom. Find yep. a way. We get a stalemate called. Your young man from Sand Hills Valley is in the semifinals here on Matt Four, Colin. Yeah, the the Sand Hills Valley kid. He's he's come in undefeated as a sophomore. He couldn't wrestle last year as a freshman for Sand Hills Valley. He uh, transferred out of North Platte at Christmas time last year. He he's he's tough. He he's beat. Uh, Scout Ashburn, who was the defending state champion from 113 last year, he beat him up at the South Loop, in, Loop invite this uh, this season. And and he's also beat Caden Ellis, who they're actually wrestling on the mat next to him. Uh, so he's beat the two and ranked two and three ranked guys at this weight class. And, and Guype is, is a special talent. And we got two good semifinals going on right here at 120. Back over to uh, Logan Peterson. He's running out of time. It doesn't look like he's even going to be able to get off bottom here. Uh, Vondra with a 3-1 to one lead. Got the escape and the takedown to go up 3-0. And then uh, Peterson got an escape late in the period but has not been able to get off bottom as Vondra has rode him the entire third period. And Owen Vondra defeats Logan Peterson. And Peterson will end his senior career 31-12. and 3-1 to one, the final. And we've got a chance to take a break here on ESPN Radio. This is the Class D State High School semifinals on ESPN Tri-Cities and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Back to Omaha after this. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. 
Samson Construction in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area wrestlers. Samson Construction has served as a trusted partner with business owners, developers, and communities across Nebraska. Samson Construction experience, innovation, and commitment. Good luck, wrestlers. Smiling Faces Academy with three locations in Kearney would like to wish all the wrestlers good luck. With openings in daycare and preschool, call on the trusted name in child care. Smiling Faces Academy. Call Danielle at 308-627-7658. The Big Rack Shack in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area athletes and wishes them good luck. Big Rack Shack specializes in new and used pallet racking, shelving, and material handling equipment and so much more. Check us out online at BigRackShack.com or stop in at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. Berg Insurance in Kennesaw has your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Berg Insurance Company in Kennesaw. They've been protecting this area for over 50 years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance in Kennesaw. Relax, we've got you covered. Doug Duda, Colin Pfeiffer with you here from the CHI Health Center in Omaha. Glad to have you along with us as we are in the Class D semifinal round. This is also the Constellation Wrestlebacks. If you win in the Constellation Wrestlebacks, you medal. If you're in the semis, you're already in. But, of course, trying to get into that parade of champions and just updating what's going on in the D120. Ellis of Windside and Ashford of Plainview are tied 2-2 with a minute to go, and they're on their feet. And Guype of Sandhills Valley leads Hartle of Elkhorn Valley 5-2 as they start the third period. And they're yeah. both on their feet. Yeah, both of these matches have been really good matches, as I expected. You know, they don't seed the state tournament, but according to rankings, you got Ellison, Ashburn, her 2-3, Hartle, and Guy who are 1-4. So, I mean, these these are about the best matchups that you could get at 120 in Class D. This is our best weight class here today in D? Yeah, uh, 120 is tough. Uh, 126, it, 126 is really solid. Uh, Nicholas Keene of, of Kennesaw and, and Zach Dickow of North Central, who's formerly of Elwood, uh, are both really good. And Adam Miller of Elkhorn Valley is a big 126-pounder. And, and, you know, Kobe Smith from Elm Creek didn't qualify, but, you know, he was a two-time medalist that didn't even qualify at that weight class. You know, 170, 170 is a pretty good weight class in Class D. So, But I, I would say overall, top four and, and how close they are, you know, even as you look at the scores here, 120 is probably the toughest weight. That 82 might turn out to be pretty nice, too, with the if Pulaski is at full health and Slingsby and Zutavern and even Bridger of Fullerton. we got a definite Central Nebraska flavor there. Yeah, and, and Pulaski, every time I've seen him since he's came back, you know, he just started wrestling a week before sub-districts, and, and he went 0-2 that opening weekend. But every week he seems to get a little better, and, and he beat the number two-ranked guy in the quarterfinals yesterday. So he's going to be problems, you know, for these 82-pounders as as we get to the finals here. Winside decided to go pinstripes this round. You never know. Yeah. Love to see the pinstripes. That's, that's how the Columbus... Uh, robes earlier today yeah you know the wind side pinstripes is one of the iconic things in class d wrestling and and they come out opening round yesterday in a black and and red pinstripe singlet and they, you know everybody's like what is Windside doing and what are they wearing <laughs> looks like we are in overtime between ellis and uh, ashburn and 
they're not going to do anything in overtime, and we're going to go to the sudden or to the uh, yeah sudden victory. Yeah, and Guy just went to the state state finals here with a 7-2 victory over Hartle, and Hartle gives her gives a headgear a nice nice chuck and. Haven't seen much of that. No, we, we really haven't. By the way, Ashburn did score first if this thing gets to the ultimate tiebreaker. Well, and, and these two being in overtime is no surprise. This is the third meeting this year, and, and it's been overtime every time. Wow. That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Coming up here, Nick Keene, once these 120ers are down, done, he will be on the mat for Kennesaw against undefeated Adam Miller of Elkhorn Valley. So stay with us. That's what we are waiting on next. So far, Sebastian Sacida of Shelton, Jacob Fox of Axtell lost to undefeated wrestlers. They did not give the one-point escape down here in the Ashburn-Ellis match. So now... Ashburn gets down, and it remains 2-2. If Scout can get the escape and not give up any points, you're just so used to seeing guys get out. Just so used to seeing it. Yeah, and to me, the fact that Ellis didn't get out was was not much of a surprise. Probably the biggest factor or biggest thing there was Ashburn didn't score. Ashburn's really tough on top, and he just gets an escape here to take the lead three to two with six seconds left. Couple there is shot no stall, so he's just backing up. And there it is, the win for Scout Ashburn over Caden Ellis. Yeah, and Ashburn's going to get a chance at revenge against against Guype from Sand Hills Valley. Zach Dickow, as you mentioned, just a parental thing, moved up and uh, took care of some cattle up at North Central and uh, medaled for Elwood last year, 37-5 senior against Brenner McLaughlin, 45-6 junior from Thayer Central in the D-126 semifinal. And the winner of that will get either Nick Keene or Adam Miller, who are now taking the mat here at D-126. Yeah, and, and North Central, they've got two semifinalists uh, uh, here today, and Zach Dickow's the first of the two. Dickow has a chance to get into the finals there. North Central's never had a state champion. So those those guys are both looking to become the first ever state champions as, as Dickow, who's really good on top, is looking to turn him in a wing and a wrist here. Looks like he's going to get him turn. We're counting back points here. It doesn't look like the official's really looking for a fall, so it must not be that close. And time will expire in the first period. Yeah, but he's going to get three near fall. And also a team race, Plainview 69 and a half right now. Elkhorn Valley 51 and a half. East Butler 44. Then it's Mullen and Southwest in the top five here in Class D. Uh, as we set, Burwell is sixth. Then Sutherland, Windside, North Central, and Thayer Central. And Nicholas King from Kennesaw is getting going over here now against Adam Miller. Adam Miller is probably one of the bigger 126-pounders I've laid eyes on down here. He looks like he's about 6'1". <laughs> Keen, just a sophomore, though, really solid wrestler. 36-3. and three. Miller, again, undefeated from Elkhorn Valley. and Gets out of bounds. We'll get a restart down here, 40 seconds into our match. You know, we talked about it in the Class A broadcast this morning about all the former Lopers coaching. 
Kennesaw's got a former Loper and Trey Schindler uh, coaching for him. So, Carney Bearcat in on a single is going to be Miller. As Keen will go to his backside here and a roll through two out of bounds. So no points. Minute to go in the first period and no change. Boy, we're going to get a heck of a matchup down here. Some of these consolations, because we had a few more upsets probably than normal yesterday in Class D, some of these consolations, just to get in for a medal, you've got Tanner Fromm of Plainview and Brock Kester of Neely Oakdale at D132, both worthy of high medals, and one of them is going to be done after this next six minutes. Yeah, and, and coming up right after that is is Sam Foster of Sutherland and, and Art Escalante of Windside, who are ranked two and three in the state. Mm. Crazy. That'll be at 138. Because, to be honest, as you look up and down this list here, you do see a lot of losses in the semifinals in Class D. There are a lot of wrestlers that have seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve losses here for Bennett of Elkhorn Valley. Still no score. Oh, nope. There's going to be a takedown. Adam Miller does get the takedown here for Elkhorn Valley. A 2-0 lead at the end of the first period over Keene of Kennesaw. And Miller is going to win the toss. He decides, I'm just going to take down and let's get after it. Yeah, smart move there. Try to extend your lead, build on it. Zach Dickow is up 5-0 midway through the second period as they're on their feet down here. At the D126 semifinal, the oh, other he, semi. He about took him right. I thought he had him on his back there right on the edge. McLaughlin was was in on a shot, and, and Dickow just stepped over. And for a second there, McLaughlin was on his back. Adam Miller off the whistle with a quick reversal of Nicholas Keene, and now he is up 4 to nothing. Keene trying to get out of there, and Miller will work him high and then bring him back down to the mat, trying to find the tip, working those legs really good right now. 4-0. Miller leading Keene. Drake Belleville is coming up in the 132-pound weight class. So, a little different than what we were in Class A. Got such a good start. Carney and Grand Allen had such an amazing semifinal round in the third-round wrestlebacks. Combined 10-2, right. and two, but here you got all of our guys going against higher-rated or undefeated wrestlers. Yeah, and, and we just got a stall call here between between Dickow and McLaughlin. McLaughlin just got called for stalling on that shot attempt by Dickow. Still 5 nothing. Dickow in on a shot here, trying to finish it on the edge. We're going to go out of bounds and get a restart. Back over here, Nicholas Keene just hasn't been able to do anything in this match against Adam Miller. Miller has really controlled it from the opening whistle. A takedown of the first period, an early reversal here in the second period. Keene has not shown any signs really of being able to get out here in the last minute. Had a couple of good moves earlier, but it's 4 nothing. Miller, 38 seconds to go in the uh, second period. Restart. Boy, just controls the wrist right away, and then he breaks free. Although, I haven't seen Miller able to come close to turning him either. Gets off to the side. And we're no, get... we got a legal hold here. So, well, they called it on Keene. Yeah, I don't. 
I don't know what he had illegal there on bottom. Yeah, it's pretty hard to have an illegal hold on bottom in it. Because it didn't look like he reached back and tried to grab a headlock, so. Well, now he got locked hands. There was a big flurry and, and now, flip And now through. King gets to his feet. Seven seconds to and, go. And he got the escape as well. So he gets the uh, locked hands and the escape. So a couple of points there for Keene. So at least he's still on the board. It is five to two now. Adam Miller of Elkhorn Valley leading Nicholas Keene of Kennesaw. Keene's choice. He will take bottom and boy for most of these four minutes. I mean, yeah, he just did get that escape after yeah, the, the locked hand slipped off. He had an advantage, but he hasn't shown much off bottom. That's a that's a tough decision because the illegal hold. I think if you don't give up that illegal hold there close to the end of the second period, you do go neutral where you're where you're four two, but where you're five two, you almost have to have the escape and the takedown now. So that kind of forces that decision. Saw that earlier with Fox when he was down three nothing, and never got off bottom. Keen with a set out again, but again a lot of this wrestling's on the edge of the mat, and Miller's able to roll him back through. And again, this is another match where. Miller's done a nice job of, of being off to the side quite a bit, but again, he, I he's never made a real attempt to to turn Keene, and, and Keene gets to his feet, but Miller drops right to an ankle here. And Zach Dickow, after no scoring in the third period of North Central from Elwood a year ago, or, or his entire life, uh, beats Brennan McLaughlin 5 to nothing to advance on to the Parade of Champions, and his good buddy Connor Schutz will try and join him from Highline a little bit later on. Yeah, and, and, and coming up right next, the next match on that mat, now we got Drake Belleville and John Paterka from Sutherland. Restart over here again with a Miller point to go up 6-2. to two. Oh, and he, get, he gets a, another penalty point. So that's two penalty points that have won against uh, Nicholas Keene. Yeah, and, and Miller just picked up two more near fall. So Belleville of Donovan Trumbull gets on in the Class D, 132 pounds. Donovan Trumbull has uh, had not a ton of numbers as far as success at State, but they always seem to have one or two down here that do some good things. Another takedown now for Adam Miller. Reversal for Keene, 8-4, 30 seconds, 25 seconds. Keene is down 8-4 to four, right in the center of the mat. Now Miller doesn't have to do anything on bottom, but his lay there. And that's what he's doing. 15 seconds to go. Yeah, and you, you mentioned Drake Belvo from Donovan Trumbull here getting a medal. I, it's good to see him get a medal. He's dealt with a lot of injuries throughout his career. He dealt with an elbow injury most of last season. And, and that elbow, you can still see he's got a big old brace on it, and he's kind of still dealing with that. And then he had surgery on his nose about four weeks ago and, and wrestled most of the district tournament and sub-district tournament with a face mask on, so he, which he doesn't have on down here, so that's good to see. And, and he gets the takedown, and, and he's got Paterka on his back in trouble here. Early on, and he's right in the middle, so he's got all 55 seconds to still work on this. Five-point move to go up 5-0 for Drake Belleville, the 24-8 senior. Not going to get the pin right yet. Is back to his knees, face to the mat is Paterka. 
Now trying to tip him again. What do we got there, Colin? Right in the center of that Plainview mat. Yeah, Belleville still got that arm fish through. I'm not even sure. It doesn't. Oh, wow. There, were, there was no near fall there. Oh, they didn't give him the points. Wow. How is that? I mean, it looked like Paterka was on his back for a good 15 seconds there. And Paterka gets the escape, so instead of 5 nothing, it's 2-1. Last 10 seconds here. Again, in on a shot is Belleville. Short time here. Countered. Bounced back on their feet. And that'll be the end of the period. Score is 2-1. Drake Belleville of Donovan Trumbull. Colton Daw of Burwell is on the consolation mat at 132 against Kyle Dufree of Mullen, who's a 43-10 junior. So we'll see if Colton Daw can advance on for the medal. Burwell, only re- no returning medalist from last year. Is that possible? Yeah, Burwell didn't have a very good state tournament down here last year. Setting seventh in the team points right now. Just a lot of names, Daw, Gideon, uh, that you're used to seeing on their on their squad. A couple Daws. Tyler will be coming up uh, tonight. We get a quick fall in the first period at 132 in the top half semifinal. Jeremy Larson of Brady gets the fall over Thomas Clemsrud of North Central and, and advances to the state finals. Another undefeated wrestler, Larson, 47-0, gets the winner of our Belleville-Paterka match, which is still 2-1 to one in favor of Drake Belleville of Donovan Trumbull. Paterka chose bottom here in the second period. We're just underway. Belleville had the takedown, a lot of riding time. As we said, it looked like he had him on his back, but they said no as far as the near fall points, so two to one remains your score. And now here is the escape from Paterka. So we're tied two two with a minute and a half to go in the second period. And and Belleville gets right in on a shot, tries to drag his feet. We're going to go out of bounds. Want to remind you to nominate your athlete of the month. Brought to you by BNB Carpet. It is our Platte River Preps athlete of the month from BNB Carpet in Donovan. One boy and one girl receive the award each and every month. And, of course, coming off wrestling, let's see if one of our wrestlers that gets nominated will win the award. We've had a bunch of them. I think maybe it was Jacob Jarabic coming out of state last year from Arcadia Loop City. And we've got some worthy, worthy candidates. Gavin Sheen of Wilcox-Hildreth, Boston Boucher of Wood River are winners last month from the basketball court. Good scramble down here again between Belva and Paterka. But on the edge of the mat, I don't think we're going to get a takedown. Man, I think Paterka probably feels like he's in a boxing match here as Belleville has just been physically dominating him. So back to the center, continuing to work. No, and Seems like Belleville's been the aggressor yeah, the whole yeah, time. Yeah, Paterka just keeps backing up. And the official told him, hey, guys, we need to circle a little bit. So we'll see what Paterka does. <laughs> Sutherland. Where Paterka's from, saw some of the parents or coaches with their, you know, everybody's got a different sweater or shirt with some kind of a saying on it. And Sutherland is, nobody cares, work harder. That's what that's what their shirt said this year. Yeah, and that's kind of a good saying for wrestling because nobody other than yourself really does care in wrestling what you do. And you wrestle for yourself. 
Just had that Foster-Escalante match come to an end down here on Matt one. Yeah, Foster looks like he got the pin. Over Escalante, so Winside takes another one on the chin, and a win there for Sutherland. Sutherland's John Paterka now and Drake Belleville continue on here. And we will go to the third period, and so Belleville will get choice. And it seems simple. Maybe all he's going to need is this escape because that's all that uh, Paterka has been able to manage. There's been no offense from him. Yeah, Belleville, quick escape, five seconds, gets out, and, and we're back to our feet where Belleville seems to have controlled the whole match. Colton Dov Burwell down 3-1 to one to DeVree of Mullen right now in the third period. It is late. We've got a turn. Uh-oh, look at this. Daw has got him turned and is going to get enough near-fall points. Is it going to be a two or a three? I think he's getting three out of this. Time expires. And there it is. That's a three-point near-fall. And 4-3 Daw. Yeah, way to wrestle that keep wrestling there at the end. No, well, they only they only put two on the board. Now the, nope. But they had a 3-3 three, three on the board. But the wrestlers have already congratulated each other, and Daw is going to win it 4-3 with a late, late near-fall. So Colton Daw for Burwell, who lost in the first round, has done what you don't think about. He's won three in a row. Yeah, and Belleville, Belleville gets the takedown here, kind of puts a little icing on. Paterka tried to to get a little headlock attempt there, and, and that's one of those things. Paterka didn't need a headlock, but he attempted one, and, and Belleville fend, fended it off well and, and extends his lead 5-2. 35 seconds to go in the match. Drake Belleville trying to get to the Parade of Champions for Donovan Trumbull. His teammate Colton Horn will be in the consolations at 195 later on. Got an area battle on Matt One. Arapahoe's Tristan White, Mason Noel of Southern Valley. And White gets the first period takedown. So he's up 2-0. They go to the second period. Over here on, on Matt 3, we got Cinch, Cinch Kiger of Overton coming up here. Looking to get in for a medal. He is their only wrestler. And we are down to the final few seconds here for Drake Belleville. He's five seconds away from the state finals. Looks like White's got, got Nolan some trouble here on mat number one. Escape just given there by Belleville, and that'll be it. And Donovan Trumbull has a state finalist. Drake Belleville wins it by a score of 5-3 to three to advance on against undefeated top-ranked Jeremy Larson of Brady in tonight's championships. Again, A&D will wrestle their championships on the two mats, Parade of Champions, and all the hoopla that goes along with it beginning at 7. And it is over down there on mat 1, as you had mentioned, for Tristan White getting the job done. On mat number three, Kiger and Erickson of Stanton have stayed scoreless in the first 30 seconds. So let's go ahead and take a break. We'll catch up on some things from the State High School Wrestling Tournament on ESPN Radio. 
never worry about running out of fuel when you're in the field again. CHS will soon be rolling out an innovative system called AFD. We provide monitors in your tanks to schedule deliveries so that you always have the fuel you need when you need it. Only paying for what you need. And knowing when you buy from CHS, always get quality Fieldmaster and Roadmaster diesel to keep your equipment running top-notch. Find out more by calling Aaron or go to chsholdridge.com. CHS, people and resources you can count on always. Shockey Construction. Brent Shockey is your one call for any general contracting you may need. From customized homes, outbuildings to additions, with over 12 years of experience and quality work, Shockey Construction of Amherst is the name to know. Shockey is also a proud supporter of the Amherst teams and coaches and would like to take this time to say best of luck Broncos in tonight's game. Shockey Construction of Amherst. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. All of us at Five Points Bank strongly believe in supporting our area's youth. Five Points Bank contributes annually to the booster clubs of our area high school schools and Hastings College. We believe student participation in extracurricular activities results in better student engagement and academic performance. Extracurricular activities are the other half of education, and Five Points Bank supports and promotes these activities. Get out there and support our youth by attending a ball game, a concert, an art show. Let's show our young people we care. Carney Power Sports is a proud supporter of all the wrestlers. With a large selection of new and used motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs, Yamaha, Kawasaki, and Polaris, full-service department, Carney Power Sports, 511 2nd Avenue in Kearney. We take pride in what you ride. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. No matter what your age, occupation, or hobby, we specialize in getting you back where you need to be. Best of luck, wrestlers. Doug Duda, Colin Pfeiffer with you back here at the CHI Health Center in our Kearney Towing and Repair broadcast booth, bringing you state wrestling action. We're in Class D, where Damian Erickson of Stanton and Cinch Kiger of Overton are currently tied 2-2 as Kiger, with 30 seconds to go in the second period, able to uh, get the reversal to tie things up. So Erickson on bottom needs to find a way to ride him here for the final 30 seconds and get into the third period. Cinch, a 37-18 junior, the only qualifier for Overton. Erickson, a 30-14 junior for Stanton. Yeah, and we just had a real unfortunate situation down here on mat number four in the 138-pound semifinal. Nolan Blevins, a weeping water, just had a big lift and drop, dropped uh, the wrestler from Southwest right on his head, and, and the Southwest wrestler hadn't moved. He just finally sat up here. They did call it an illegal slam. Garrett Latimer hoping to get up 50-4 and four senior. Blevins 46-6 and six senior. Ruger Reimers, as you may have just heard in the background, the winningest wrestler in Class D history. Got number 205 last night. Take it on Escalante. They are rated one and two. Now Kiger over here, short time. Is he able to ride him out? Well, there's one second, and they went out of bounds. Before we go to the third, Kiger tied 2-2. 
in his consolation round match here for Overton. Looks like they will wrestle again down here between Latimer and Blevins. And right off the whistle, nice move by Blevins. Yeah, and Latimer gets right back to his feet, gets the escape. We go to the third period between Kiger of Overton and Erickson of Stanton. Tied at two, and Kiger's choice, which is always a good, and he will take bottom. And he gets a reversal right to his back. I don't think he got any near fall, though. Cinch is up four to two. It only took about ten seconds. Now he's got a cradle locked up. No count, though. Kiger may be a little high. Got to be careful here. But Kiger on top, 4-2. to two. A minute 20 to go in the match. Scramble again. And off the edge of the mat, they'll go. So we stay, 4-2, to two, Cinch Kiger. D, 138 pounds. I think uh, finds a way to get into the medal round. He might have a chance to win his next match. Pretty wide open. And a restart here. 4-2. Stanton wrestler Erickson got to find a way to get off bottom. Kiger gets a nice mat return there. Ruger Reimers gets the first period takedown over Gabe Escalante. So uh, Reimers of Palmer up 2-0 and will choose bottom to start the second period. Kiger, ooh, he thought for a minute he was going to get off the mat riding too high, but he breaks him back down. We're down to 35 seconds to go. Kiger's done a great job here after the reversal to start the third period of riding out Erickson in a battle of juniors. In a great position, too, here, Colin. Yeah, Kiger's been solid all, most of the year, and, and he's got him bellied out. And Looks like he, if he just stays where he's at, he's, he's going to be in good position to go get a medal. This is one of those deals where he's got a turn locked up, but you maybe don't really try to attempt to turn him. No need to. Time's out, and Cinch Kiger is a winner by a score of 4-2. to two over Erickson of Stanton to improve to 38 and 18, and he is in for a medal. And it's kind of cool that uh, even though there's a lot of uh, Class D teams in our area with one wrestler, they're all meddling. And Chase Pulaski of Pleasanton and Connor Schutz of Highline and Cinch Kiger of Overton and Sebastian Sacida of Shelton. So, all in there. They were the only wrestler for their schools, and each and every one of them are meddling, and some of them in the in the semifinals. Yeah, our, our listening area in Class D, they've came down and, and wrestled really, really well. So that's where we're at at the moment. Uh, that Latimer Blevins match continues to be a dandy down here. 6-5 going into the third. Reimer's now really dominated. He's got Escalante on his back. Yeah, he's up 7 nothing, and he's got more near fall here. Reimers will get the Xavier Perez Dominic Stewart winner. And that is coming up next here 
on mat number four. They've got about a minute and a half to go. So while we have no one from the immediate listing area on the mat, let's take a break. Uh, you are listening to the high school wrestling tournament. This break brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. Pools, hot tubs, fireplaces, and accessories. Backyard fun is what we provide. This is Doug with Detterdings. See us for quality products and expert local service. We're proud of all the wrestlers in central Nebraska. Keep striving to excel from Detterdings and Kearney and Grand Island. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flow Rank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. For a healthy home that's clean and fresh, Yellow Van does it best. When frozen pipes thaw, they can leave behind a real mess. Call the Yellow Van team of cleaners and restorers. They train for quick response. They can bring you the right equipment to dry your home quickly and completely, making your home fresh and like new again. Tell your insurance provider you prefer Yellow Van cleaning services. Find us at yellowvan.com. One call does it all. Glad to have you back with us here on ESPN Tri-Cities, KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, Doug Duda, Colin Pfeiffer from the State High School Wrestling Championships here in Omaha, waiting for Xavier Perez of Elm Creek to take the mat, which he will do here right now as Nolan Blevins of Weeping Water defeats Garrett Latimer of Southwest. He will make the finals, and Ruger Reimers... Wow, for a one-versus-two matchup, Colin, he has dominated Escalante. Yeah, and what's surprising is is last night I was talking to a couple guys and we were joking that Ruger Reimers has 206 career wins now and maybe scored 410 career points. And and he just put up 12 on the board in the semifinals here. So so it's good to see him open up and, and wrestle here his last weekend of the, of the high school year. And, and he's a really solid wrestler, but... He's notoriously wrestled in, in three to two, two to one matches. Well, that is not the case, no doubt about it. And now Xavier Perez of Elm Creek will take the mat. Perez last year finished in fourth, trying to get himself in that parade of champions. He comes into this match 36 and six. Stewart of Thayer Central 46 and seven. Pair of seniors here, locked up right in the middle. Stewart being aggressive early on. Perez counters, and they split apart. Come back to the center of the mat. Perez now, after faking the shot, looks like he was going to go for a throw, and now in on a single is Dominic Stewart. He's got Perez's leg picked up off the mat, trying to bring him back on, and then... Flip him down for a takedown. Oh, and he does, and he takes Perez right to his back, but Perez popped off of there before the count. But a takedown for Stewart if they are central. So it's 2 to nothing a minute into the match. Yeah, Perez makes a late-season drop down to 145 from 152 and, and has really looked good since since dropping. And, and I was talking to Coach Chrisinger earlier this week, and I said, you know, I, I think Xavier can win this whole thing at 145. He's got the best double leg in Class D that I've seen. So he, he, he just, he likes to wrestle tentative at times, and, 
if he opens up and, and he wrestles, he can he can wrestle with the best of them. The D-152 has just gotten underway. 35-3, and three, junior Aiden Molzahn of Alma. Here's another one with Matt Van Pelt of Southwest, 46-1 and one senior. Uh, he had been for a while the only guy to beat Tryon Calderos of Arcadia Loop City. That was in the finals at Amherst, and this Van Pelt kid is good. And uh, this may be the third time they've met this year, if I remember what Coach told me. Yes, yeah, they, they've wrestled a bunch of times this year, and, and really Van Pelt's controlled every time that they've wrestled, but Molzana has, has wrestled better every week, and, and you can see that. Molzana right. in on the early single, but good counter there. A wizard by Van Pelt fights it off. They're back to the neutral position. And Xavier Perez unable to get off bottom here after being taken down midway through the period. So Stewart leads Perez 2-1. to one. Perez choice. He's going to go bottom again. And oh, boy, off a switch. That didn't take anything. He's out off the whistle. And we are 2-2 neutral again in the D145 semifinal. With the winner getting Ruger Reimers of Palmer tonight of the championship. Molzahn and Van Pelt back to doing some dancing over here. Had a couple lockups. As we said, Molzahn was in on a good early single, but could not score. 20 seconds to go in a scoreless first period. Molzahn continues to fire here and be the aggressor against Van Pelt. And Van Pelt can drop you in a hurry if you are off balance and it looks like we will go to the end of the first period Molzahn and Van Pelt scoreless as the first period comes to an end interesting to see what Perez wants to do here with Stewart not a whole lot going on after he escaped we've went another 40 seconds with not much going in now they'll lock up and uh, Stewart gets a little underhook tried to flip him but uh, can't get the turn and back him popping back to his feet is Xavier Perez. Perez now in on a shot, but not a good one, and there's the takedown for Dominic Stewart. Yeah, and Perez has two shots there, and neither one of them were real great shots, and and Stewart's a guy that you don't want to take bad shots against because he can take you from your feet to your back in a hurry. Well, Van Pelt chose bottom over here against Molzahn, and he is able to get up, get the leg in the air, and reverse Aiden Molzahn, so Van Pelt now leads it. Two to nothing, a minute 30 to go in the second period. Perez with the switch. They gave him the reversal as they go out of bounds. So we're tied 4-4 with 30 seconds to go here in the second period. Boy, good off the bottom. Dominic Stewart on a sit-out. Perez tries to grab the leg. It's going to be at least one here. And there's the escape. And they'll separate. So... 5-4 5-4 Stewart, late in the second period, leading Perez of Elm Creek. Molzahn coming to his feet, but just riding the ankle and then breaking him back down will be Matt Van Pelt of Southwest. A minute to go in the second period. Van Pelt leads it 2 to nothing. We're at the end of the second period down here between Stewart and Perez, and Stewart leads Perez 5-4, plus it is Stewart's choice. What do we see here, Colin? Stewart's going to go on bottom, extend his lead here. Which, which is a good idea. Perez is just going to let him up, which, which again, I, I, like, I like the game plan here from Elm Creek. Letting him up, give yourself two minutes to get a takedown. Like I said, Perez just needs to get his offense going. He's got a great double leg, and, and he just really hasn't looked to score a lot here at the state tournament. I, 
he won opening round three nothing and takes it comes in on another shot that's not a great shot and Stewart's about ready to turn the corner here looking for another takedown and he's going to get it. Van Pelt's able to put Molzahn on his shoulder there for a couple of takes, and so there's a two-point near fall, and Matt Van Pelt now a 4-0 lead over Aiden Malzahn of Alma as the second period will come to an end. It will be Malzahn's choice, but it is tough. Do you know who beat Van Pelt? Uh, Van, Van Pelt got beat by uh, uh, Colton Holtis from Garden County, 2-1 to one at the Medicine Valley Invite. So, and over on mat number three here, uh, Colin Earhart of Ansley Litchfield just getting started here against Brett Tryon of, of Southwest, and Tryon gets the early takedown. Xavier Perez not looking good for him right now. Down eight to four, 45 seconds to go. He's on bottom, gets a set out. Can't get the reversal, but he will get the escape. Eight to five. He's got a lot of work to do. And this is one of those where I guess just being patient by Dominic Stewart paid off. Uh, he's got three takedowns on Perez not being able to finish a shot. Xavier was aggressive, and it's going to backfire. Yeah, he's and, in and, on a double. And, yeah, here's that double leg, and he takes him down right away, right there. But it, his foot went out, and then it came back in so that we stay neutral. But there's that double leg that Perez needs to get to, and, and he's just been really hesitant in pulling the trigger. Only 20 seconds to go. 8-5, Perez is down, trying to tie up. Good job here by Stewart to counter. Gets in on a leg. It's the takedown, and that's going to wrap things up. Xavier Perez is going to be in the semifinal. So, Class D semifinals not going as well as we had hoped for our area wrestlers. Molzahn. Is down four to nothing. They went neutral here in this third period. And nothing has happened in the first minute, now minute and a half. And Matt Van Pelt ready to move on at 152 pounds. Yeah, and over over here on Matt number three in the Constellation quarterfinal. Tryon went down to start the second period and got a got a quick escape and has extended his lead to three to one on Colin Earhart. So it looks like we could have that Van Pelt-Holtis rematch at 152 in the final. Still four to nothing. And that looks like that's the way it's going to end up here for Aiden Molzahn. Van Pelt of Southwest winning it four to nothing and headed to the finals. And Molzahn now has to come back into the consolations. Colin Earhart continues to trail in his match with a minute to go in the second period. Ansley Litchfield to Brett Tryon of Southwest by a score of 3-1 to one in the 160-pound consolation round. Coming up, Wyatt Jenkins of Arapahoe on the mat in the D-160. So we will see that match, which is about ready to get called up. Back over here for Colin Earhart, Brett Tryon, we are going to get a 3-1 to go to a, what did they say down here for Earhart? I want to double check that. I think they gave Earhart a takedown and, and then Tryon an escape. I think we're 4-3. Yeah, so that's what we do have. Tryon 4-3, and that will get us to 15 seconds remaining in the second period. 
On a restart in the middle. Quick shot there by Tryon, but nothing doing. We're not going to get any more points here in the second period. So we go to the third period. Brett Tryon of Southwest 4 and Colin Earhart of Ansley Litchfield 3. Here in the semifinals of the State Class D Wrestling Tournament, B and C will go through the same routine coming up beginning tomorrow. And then Saturday, we will have on Power 99 the semifinals at 9 a.m. for Class B and at 1 in the afternoon for Class C. We'll be here long enough they can send us the mail. A long week, an extended day, tournament because of the COVID. Colin Earhart takes bottom to start the third period. He gets a quick escape here. And then Tryon is in on a double leg, but well off the edge of the mat. So 4-4 restart neutral with a minute 35 to go in a match here for Earhart of Ansley Litchfield. And Earhart's done a nice job of just scrapping here, keeping this match close. And as we've seen many times today, give yourself a chance. Don't forget, we do have sub-district high school basketball coming your way tonight here on ESPN. Pleasanton Amherst, Power 99, Shelton Silver Lake, Kearney Catholic St. Cecilia on the breeze, 94.5. Those all tip off at 7 o'clock. Plus, we will keep you updated on what's going on here in the state finals because that's when the uh, Parade of Champions begins is right after 7 o'clock. Locked up again with a minute to go here. And it seems like Tryon has been the aggressor for Southwest. He gets in, he whips the leg, he gets the takedown of Earhart, 6-4. Yeah, and, and Tryon is really aggressive. You know, last night he got beat in the quarterfinals by number one, Aiden Cooster. And, I mean, I think the shots might have been 50-1. to one, and, and the one shot that the Earhart or that Tryon didn't do a good job of trying to finish, he got taken down on in overtime. So Earhart gets back to his feet, stay in bounds needed to stay in bounds there and try to get the escape. And escaping the takedown wins this, so he's still not out of this match. 24 seconds remaining, though, on a restart. He's got to find a way to get out of there in a hurry. Off the whistle to a knee to both feet, trying to rip the hands just to the escape. He does. He gets the escape. 20-15 to go and, and try and right in there with another takedown. Yeah, try. that's a really good job there by Tryon to get the snap down, go behind to lock this match up. And that'll be it. Colin Earhart will end his senior year 35 and 11, just short of a medal. He is eliminated by a score of 8 to 5. Coming up, we've got Wyatt Jenkins of Arapahoe, Hunter Earhart against Connor Schutz, Ansley Litchfield Highline, Cooper Slingsby of Ansley Litchfield, Chase Pulaski Pleasanton, all semifinals plus some of our wrestleback matches. Keep it here on ESPN Tri-Cities, KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings. Gillespie Ag Service in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst wrestling team and coaches. Best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service is your pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926. 
Pepco is the leading pest control company servicing commercial and residential properties in Kearney. Offering insect, rodent, and animal control will safeguard your property against damaging and unsightly intruders. We're certified and licensed by the state of Nebraska and have found long-lasting solutions for infestation since 1987. With our many years of experience, you can rely on us to protect your property. Pepco is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Driving rains, unrelenting heat, ominous green skies. Whatever Mother Nature brings, it's no match for what you'll have thanks to Nutrien Ag Solutions. Offering agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you weather the storm, conquer today, and lead the field. Find your local crop consultant at NutrienAgSolutions.com. You still want a home that gives you all the good feelings of the one you grew up in. So call McBride Realty of Minden. Scott, Glenda, and Nick know all about the heart and soul of a home. They can help you find the home of your dreams, just like they've been doing for their clients for years. At McBride Realty, they have a love and pride for Minden and enjoy the quality of life that only rural Nebraska can give. For more information, visit McBrideRealtyServices.com. A very proud supporter of all of our area youth. Best of luck, athletes. Given packing, we're small town on a national scale. We're your neighbor. Supporting communities in which we operate earn up to $24.35 an hour upon qualification. Learn about career opportunities online at AmericanFoodsGroup.com or call Suzanne at 308-468-7276. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score time and money. Call State Farm agent Matt Pulowski at 308-233-3276 today. With our producer engineer, Stacy Johns and Colin Pfeiffer, I'm Doug Duda back here at the CHI Health Center. I want to thank both of them and all of our folks behind the scenes that help make our high school sports coverage is what it is, and we appreciate all the kind comments out there as well as we are back here at the State High School Wrestling Tournament waiting for... A couple of our area athletes to get on the mat in the semifinals. Jace Ostrom, though, of Burwell, is on the consolation match at D182. Those consolations are moving along a little bit faster than the semifinals. Of course, you have one less minute in that first period. Ostrom gets the escape in the second period to take a one to nothing lead over here as they are neutral with a minute to go in the second period. If you missed some of our wrestlebacks, uh, Earhart of Ansley Litchfield, Colin just lost 8-5, to five. Tristan White of Arapahoe over Mason Neal of Southern Valley in 121, Cinch Kiger of Overton wins 4-2, Colton Da of Burwell wins 6-3 with a late near fall, Logan Peterson of Southern Valley eliminated 3-1, Jackson Smith of Elm Creek eliminated 11-5 in the semis, Sebastian Saucida of Shelton beaten by top-ranked and undefeated Eli Lanham of Plainview, 16 to nothing. Jacob Fox of Axtell, beaten by undefeated top-ranked Hunter Bennett of Elkhorn Valley, 3 to nothing. Nicholas Keene of Kennesaw, beaten by undefeated Adam Miller of Elkhorn Valley, 8 to 4. Drake Belleville, one win away from becoming Donovan Trumbull's first ever state champion. He wins it 5 to 3 over John Paterka of Sutherland. Xavier Perez of Elm Creek falls to Dominic Stewart of Thayer Central 10-5, and Matt Van Pelt just completed a 4-0 win over Aiden Molzan of Alma. So see if we can get a couple more guys uh, down the line here into the finals. 
Jenkins is going to have a tough one against Aiden Keister, 42-1 and one out of Neely Oakdale. Then you've got the Schutz Earhart match against each other at 170. Uh, Cooper Slingsby taking on 35-7 and seven freshman Brett Bridger of Fullerton. Pulaski's got a tough one against number one Reese Zutavern of Sand Hill Stedford. Alex Gideon taking on 40-2 and two, Gavin White of Sutherland. And then at heavyweight, Brendan Hall might be 31-17, and 17, but he's taking on 23-8 and eight junior Logan Mueller of Summerlin. Uh, this is the first time, Colin, and we've been very familiar with this because we've had a lot from our area. It's the first time in a long time there has not been a dominant Class D heavyweight. And if he was here, Levi Kerner got beat yesterday. So maybe he was the dominant, and yet he still got beat in the quarters. Yeah, you know, Kerner hadn't, hadn't been tested much all year and, and got tossed early in that match yesterday and, and got down five, nothing. And, and maybe the fact that he hadn't been tested in a match all year this year kind of cost him that match as he seemed to kind of run out a little juice towards the end of it. Um, you know, Brayton Brannick from Sandhill Stedford, he's pretty good in his own right. And, and Caden Stubbs from, from Maxwell, who beat Kerner yesterday in the quarterfinals was a medalist down here last year, 195 pounds. And, and really Stubbs probably weighs 205 right now, but, but Maxwell's Luke Howitz in the finals or in the semifinals at, at 220 and was a, is a returning state finalist himself. And, and so they, they put Stubbs in at heavyweight and, and so far it's paid off for him. Jace Ostrom of Burwell was down three to two here. Short time, he got the stall warning on Cash Meyer, and as soon as that stall warning came out, Meyer took a shot with 13 seconds to go, takes down Ostrom, and Meyer wins it by a score of 5-2 to two to end Ostrom's senior season at Burwell. Now Aiden Keister and Wyatt Jenkins have wrestled a scoreless first period here in the D160 semifinals. Keister just the one loss, 42-1 and one sophomore against the 23-4 and four junior and it is Jenkins to take bottom here in the second period yeah Jenkins from Arapahoe has been a really solid wrestler you know that's just came up short the last couple years of making it to the state tournament and and now he's made the semifinals in his first trip to Omaha and, and gets himself a state medal and and in a match here where you know we've seen it numerous times today 0 0 after one and, and giving himself a chance to win. Now, Sean Duffy will take the mat here for Kennesaw against 34 and 6 sophomore Keegan Schuler out of Hitchcock County as they run the D182 consolation here for Sean Duffy of Kennesaw. Back down here, no change in score for Wyatt Jenkins. Got to his feet once, but broken back down, and this match is just. Really moved along. They've stayed on the mat. Trying to work an angle to get things set up here as Aiden Keister, but still hasn't got what he wants to try and turn. And Jenkins right now not close to getting off the bottom, and we're going to have a stall warning on Keister on top. Yeah, we haven't seen very many of those today, so not not surprising as, as Keister wasn't trying to do a lot there. So probably a warranted stall call. Over on, on mat number two, uh, we're at the 170-pound semifinal match, and, and we got a kid in, in Justin Bayer from Howells Dodge that's wrestling Alizé Mejia, who was a runner, or was the state champion um, at 170 pounds last year. A really cool story, backstory on Justin Bayer. Uh, of course, 
you hear the name Bayer from Howell's Dodge and automatically you think he's probably pretty good. Um, <laughs> he uh, He's just a sophomore. His freshman year comes out for wrestling, opening weekend, wrestling at the Howell's Dodge invite, 160 pounds, tears his meniscus, has to have surgery, S- sits out most of the year. Uh, his dad passes away in, in that meantime and, and from a three-year battle with brain cancer. And, and so... He misses most of the rest of the year and comes back and wrestles at districts. And you pull up the district brackets and you look to see where Justin Bayer's at and you, you go at 160, he's not there. They got a pretty good 170 and he's not in there. And you look at 182, he's not there. and He's at the 195-pound weight. And you're going, okay, well, maybe he's cutting a lot of weight. Well, come to find out, talking with his head coach, Brian Jones, he drank a bunch of water to make 195 at districts. Uh, he, he had to make the, the minimum weight to wrestle 195, which was which would have been 164.1. So he drank a bunch of water, makes weight, pins his way through the district tournament. Howells Dodge wins the district team title, comes down to Omaha and gets one match short of medaling last year as a freshman. So, hmm. so really good to see Justin back down here in Omaha and back down to more of a, probably a comfortable weight. And, and he's had a really good year. So... So congrats to him, and he's got a bright bright future ahead of him. Sean Duffy able to get the point here for Kennesaw to go up by a score of one to nothing, and it was on a penalty point. He is actually on bottom here trying to get out, and I think he just about did. Now he's going to be in trouble. He might get turned to his back. Duffy has been turned to his back, thought he was getting an escape. Now he's on his back. Schuler has got him locked up good, and there's yeah. the pin. 2-0, it looks like, will be the time. And Keister gets a reversal here in the third period to extend his lead. He's now leading 3 to nothing over Wyatt Jenkins of Arapahoe. Colby Larson of Ansley Litchfield's down here wrestling on mat number three. And Keister just gets the fall to get to the state finals over Jenkins. So Aiden Keister picking up a pin here in the third period at the 5.06 mark. 5.06, Aiden Keister over Wyatt Jenkins. And coming up next, we have got a bunch of wrestlers from our area. Colton Horn of Donovan Trumbull will take on Andrew Engel, a 27-16 senior out of Thayer Central. Cooper Slingsby is ready to take the mat. And Hunter Earhart and Connor Schutz now taking the semifinal mat at D-170. Schutz has been relentless on his opponents this year. Haven't had one match go the distance. Yeah, and, you know, Schutz is, is, a, is a special talent. He was a runner-up in C last year at 160 pounds and, and, and almost a state champion as he caught a really good wrestler in a splatal. And, and Schutz is looking to become the first state champion from, from Elwood since 2000 when Matt White won it. And, and he's been a man on a mission this year. And, and I mean, he's beat everybody in, in their dog at 170 this year. And, and except for Alizé Mejia, who he hasn't wrestled in. And we would have seen that match earlier this year at the Amherst Invite, but, but Schutz was out for a few weeks with a sickness. And, and so here he is. He, he's, he's in the semifinals and, and looking to go back to the finals. Colby Larson continues to lead one to nothing over Chesney Stanzik of Garden County. Stanzik gets to take bottom here in the third period 
Larson trying to ride him out. He's done so for the first 30 seconds, and we're going to get a stall call on Larson. Man, and and Earhart just about ended this match with a headlock on the edge. There was no takedown awarded, but it was really close. And, and I was talking to Ansley Litchfield's head coach, Mitchell Sloggett, right before I came up here, and he goes, if there's one kid on my team that I'm comfortable wrestling shuts is is – is Hunter because he's got a good headlock and and now Shuts is Shuts got the takedown on another headlock attempt and and now looking for a turn. Tyler Daw Burwell is on the consolation match against Clayton Hardy of Southwest at D220. Earhart gets the reversal here on Shuts and ties the match right back up at two. Heck of a good start here for Hunter Earhart as they'll get the restart here. And again, now both these wrestlers are also in the Fort Kearney Conference. Yeah, they, they wrestled in the conference finals a few weeks ago, and, and Schutz was controlling the whole match. I think the score was 7 to nothing, maybe in the second period when he pinned him. And Schutz gets right back to his feet and gets an escape to take the lead 3-2. to two. Stanzik will get the escape here against Colby Larson of Ansley Litchfield, so it's 1-1, third period, 30 seconds to go, restart in the middle. Back over to Schutz, took a shot and actually slipped and fell backwards. Last few seconds here of the opening period, and it'll be Schutz of Highline 3, Earhart of Ansley Litchfield 2, pretty competitive first period. Often wonder how some of the wrestlers, like a Schutz who hasn't had to go the distance, you have to assume at some part, point down here you will. Shot in there by Colby Larson, had the leg, couldn't quite finish it, and we will come to overtime down there in the consolation D-195. And it looks like we go neutral down here to start the second period between Schutz and Earhart, Colin. Yeah, I'm... Schutz deferred, and Earhart went neutral. Which is which is probably a safe bet, and Earhart already just got warned for a stall there. You know, Earhart dives in on a double leg here. Heck of a battle between these two. Earhart keeps bringing shuts, keeps trying to throw him by. Trying to go for a headlock here again is Earhart. Somebody's going for a ride. Shuts puts Earhart down. Aggressive, 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 and Schutz caught him this time, and there's all kinds of time to go here. A minute to go. Earhart's got to get off his back. He's already going to be down 8-2 to two after this move. Maybe more than that. I think they awarded him more back points. Yeah, and we're, we're stroking backs again here. Colton Horn. Has picked up a pin for Donovan Trumbull. He does it in 31 seconds. So that didn't take long, and Horn will pick up a medal. And they just keep on going. Tyler Daw has just been pinned by Hardy of Southwest. And Schutz has just pinned Earhart to make it back to the Parade of Champions. Nice job by Connor Schutz, who actually was in just a little bit of trouble for a while. Yeah, Earhart hung around in that match, and that's one of those matches where if you're Schutz, 
you've been so dominant. You don't want to get him, let him hang around. Uh, Earhart's definitely very dangerous. And the match, the longer that match goes, the more Earhart thinks he's got a chance. And so a good job by Schutz there to get that one over with. Tyler Daw, as we said, ended up getting pinned. We're going to go Burwell again. Hunter Mayfield is getting ready to take it. Cooper Slingsby is in the D182 semifinals now with Brett Bridger of Fullerton. And they are just underway on mat two. And, and here we go on mat three with with uh, Levi Kerner of Arapaho in the heavyweight constellation semifinals and, and Peyton Christiancy from Superior and this is one verse two on the backside for most of the year. Uh, Christiancy did get beat a couple times here over the last two weeks uh, by Mayfield, but Christiancy and, and Kerner were number one, number two for most of the year. And by the way, Schutz will wrestle Bayer of Howells Dodge, who beat Mejia of Plainview by a score of five to three. So that'll be the 170-pound final tonight. Uh, we have. Levi Kerner of Arapaho, as you mentioned, uh, on the on the mat. And now Chase Pulaski has taken the mat against Reese Zudevern here at D182. And Zudevern in on an early shot. One thing that has happened to uh, Chase is he has been giving up points even here at the state tournament. Yeah, you know, I, I don't think giving up the early takedown is, is a big deal here. You know, Zudevern's just going to cut him loose and, and we're going to go back to our feet. But Pulaski's been wrestling better and Zudevern's right back in on another shot. Following in his brother Tyler's footsteps, of course. Dad Matt helping out there. On the edge of the mat, Zudevern trying to finish a takedown. Pulaski doing a good job of countering it off. Yeah, Pulaski's got to be a little careful here on the edge that he doesn't that he doesn't flee the mat. And, and Zudevern just literally drug him by his ankle back towards the 10-foot circle and, and spins around and, and gets the two. So four to nothing now in favor of Zudevern. Back over there, we go to the second period between Cooper Slingsby, Mansley Litchfield, and Brett Bridger of Fullerton. There was no score in the first period. Bridger will choose bottom here in the second. And Slingsby working him pretty tough, pretty tough from the top so far. Pulaski looking to get one more escape here, but runs out of time. In the end of the first period, Zudevern of Sandhills Thedford four to one. Over Pulaski at Pleasanton and Pleasanton, not Chase, but Pleasanton had seen plenty of Reese Zudevern during football yes. this year. Yeah. Taking his team just a play away from a state championship, actually. Yeah, and, and you mentioned that Bridger-Slingsby match over there on mat number two. I, I would be surprised if the winner of that match has four points. Um, there's not going to be a lot of scoring in that match that happens, and and as, as we can see, it's 0 0 through the first period. And we got a stall call now on top. Pin and 128 down here for Levi Kerner. So after the upset, he continues to roll back. And Kerner is able to get the pin over Christiancy of Superior. As you said, the 1 2 matchup after both being upset. And so Kerner in for a medal. Seen that a couple of times where those heavyweights. Yeah, could have it, been in the finals and they end up facing each other for a medal. That's uh, that's that heavyweight bracket is one of those deals like March Madness brackets. If you predicted a bracket and you wanted to have the perfect bracket, yeah. 
after yesterday, if you were had a heavyweight bracket, you crumpled it up and threw it in the trash can and didn't care anymore. Because about everybody, everybody who was who had done good things throughout the year got beat. You know, the top three ranked guys yesterday got beat in the quarterfinals. Pulaski took bottom here for uh, Pleasanton to start the second period. He gets an escape, but Zudavern immediately takes him back down. So it's six to two, Zudavern controlling Pulaski, and we've got a little blood time here. Cooper Slingsby is able to get the escape here finally and take a one nothing. No, that's not an escape, was it? It was a penalty Oh, we got a point. turn. It was a stall call to get it to one nothing, and time has run out here in the second period. Did you get enough points or no, enough strokes? No, no we, had, we had two one counts is all we had, so there was no back points, and Slingsby's going to go down to start the third. Yeah. Already two stalls on Bridger now. So problems there for him. Uh, trying to find a way to not only score, but uh, avoid getting dinged again. Yeah, so there was three stall calls there in the second period. Two of them on uh, Bridger, one on Slingsby. Pulaski gets an escape to make it 6-3, to three, 45 seconds to go in the second period. He trails to Zutavern of Sandhill-Stedford. And Br- Bridger gets his legs in here on top, and, and Slingsby just reached up over the head and, and tried to pull Bridger de- to his back, and, and I thought his coaches were going to come unglued on him because that is, when somebody has your legs in, the one thing you don't want to do is reach back and try and grab their head. Stalemate down there. Slingsby up one nothing. He's on bottom. Back over here to the Pulaski match. Six to three. Zudavern leads Chase. Of course, Chase was the runner-up last year. Zudavern on the restart in on a single. Actually, from his knees, picks Pulaski up. Chase trying to go far side ankle here with time winding down. Can he hang on to not give up two more? Five seconds to go. Zudavern throws him, but we're out of time. You know, and Pulaski's hanging around here, and and it's going to be Zuderin's choice, and he's going to go on bottom, and, and Pulaski's best position might be on top. Bridger just about got a little turn there on Cooper Slingsby, and that's what he's got to do. Bridger is riding time. He's down one nothing, 46 seconds on a restart. Hunter Mayfield has finally got something going down here for Burwell, a 2-1 lead over Welch of Mullen, and we are under 30 seconds to go. Welch got the escape in the second period and then a reversal here in the third period for Hunter Mayfield. We're down to 18 seconds on a restart in the heavyweight consolation round here in Class D. And should be Kerner and Mayfield yeah. at some point. Of course, he, they still got to fight through the semifinal losers at heavyweight. Mayfield off the whistle, just riding and riding. Got to do it for 10 more seconds. Keeping that forearm in control, grabbing the wrist, and he's going to be able to get it. Hunter Mayfield of Burwell, number two in the state, wins it 2-1 to one over Isaac Welch, the sophomore, out of Mullen. He'll improve to 27-3. Again, we've got the blood time going on down there in the Slingsby-Bridger match. Pulaski now here in the third period. Zutavern took bottom with that 6-3 to three lead. And he hasn't scored yet. Pulaski hasn't let him up, but we've already wasted a minute here. I don't know what you can do if you're Chase. you got to find a way to somehow get the cradle, I suppose. 
But that's going to be pretty tough to do. Reese hasn't doing a whole lot on the bottom now. No, he, he's doing a good job of just staying based out and not getting turned. And, and Pulaski about to get himself in some trouble here because he needs to make a move. They're on the edge of the mat. Let's see if Chase can slide him off. And we got a potentially dangerous. So there's a restart. Now the blood time is done. Cooper Slingsby, a 1-0 lead for Ansley Litchfield over Brett Bridger of Fullerton. Again, Bridger on top here in the third period, 45 seconds to go. They have just begun the consolation semifinals, so the 106-pounders are back on the mat. We still have quite a few of our big boys to go. Uh, as we said, Alex Gideon of Burwell and Brendan Hall of SEM still have to wrestle their finals matches. Yeah, and here you go. I was just going to bring this up. Last year in the in the in the state final or state semifinals, Chase Pulowski was trailing the whole entire match, and with about 10 seconds left, catches a spladle, and he just tried one there again, and Zudavern's able to pop his head through, and and now he's got Pulowski in a cradle, and and is is going to get the reversal, and he advances to the state finals. So Zudavern of Sandhill Stedford over Pulowski of Pleasanton by a score of eight to three and chase will drop down into the wrestle backs and slingsby didn't get out but didn't need to cooper slingsby of ansley lutchfield beats brett bridger by a score of one to nothing so it'll be slingsby and zudavern for the 182 championship coming up tonight burwell is bringing alex gideon onto the mat and sebastian Sasita is wrestling here for his medal down here in the constellations we'll take a quick break be back with more of the state high school wrestling tournament here on espn in a moment town and country bank they believe that a bank is more than just a business it is a vital part of the community with offices in ravenna pleasanton litchfield or Kearney, town and country bank best of luck wrestlers Landmark's annual planter clinic is going virtual. Videos will be released February 23rd on YouTube with live virtual Ask the Landmark expert sessions the following week. Landmark's planter videos offer expansive equipment and technology training on different models of John Deere planter technology. Learn about planter performance upgrade kits, settings, adjustments, maintenance, and more. Mark your calendars for the release of Landmark's planter clinic videos February 23rd and stay tuned to Landmark Implement social channels for more information. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox and water furnace dealer. It's never too late to be sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Axman Heating and Air, your water furnace and Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. Go forth, save, and prosper. That message is brought to you by Citizens Bank, recognizing the importance of savings no matter what your goal is. Citizens Bank has a savings option that is right for you. Citizens 
Citizens Bank and Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City is a proud supporter of all the area high school athletes. This sports broadcast is brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams Corner Market is your full-service grocery store with the freshest produce and meat. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service. Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Good luck, athletes. If keeping up with... Back here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth on the road in Omaha, bringing you the coverage of the 2021 State Wrestling Tournament while Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance called Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there with our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns, and Colin Pfeiffer, Doug Duda with you here. And Colin, uh, from any wrestling, I had you talk about that a little bit this morning uh, when we did the Class A, and uh, there's some more good content up today. Yeah, you know, we uh, I I talked about it a little bit this morning. Me and me and a couple buddies started a started a wrestling website here to cover Nebraska high school wrestling um, a few years ago, and you know we we post a ton of free content on our website anywrestle.com, and and then we also have a Rockfin account where we we post some some uh, some uh, paywall content that you know rankings, previews, things like that for tournaments, but. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's it's been a fun experience, and, and we've done a lot of growth. So, well, Alex Gideon uh, taking a three to two lead here in his match. Uh, he got the choice to start the second period after a scoreless first. Got a reversal. He is reversed right back by Gavin White of Sutherland. Then Gideon gets the escape. White's a junior at forty and two from Sutherland, and Gideon's twenty nine and four junior for Burwell. He's their only semifinalist here. And we have a 3-2 match midway through the second period. Neutral position on the edge of the mat. Sebastian Sacida finally able to get on the board here. But only a minute to go in his match. He trails Lane Sturick of Pender 7-2. If Sacida wins, he goes for third and fourth. If he loses, he goes for fifth and sixth after falling in the semifinals earlier. Yeah, this Gideon-White match has been... Kind of a boxer, a boxing match. Oh, Sausita's turned him. Not long enough. Sorry about that, Colin. No, no, you're good. You know, these are both two big physical, physical wrestlers, and and we got a, a body lock and a double over situation here where somebody might go for a ride here. An inside trip attempt by White, but we go out of bounds. So it's still 3-2 to two Gideon, 23 seconds to go in the second period. Back on their feet in the center circle. Against Gavin White, pair of juniors. Somebody's going to the Parade of Champions tonight to take on Gunnar Reimers. At least Reimers is up 9-2 to two here at the end of the second period in his semifinal match. Already had Ruger make it in with his 51st victory of the year. And it's over down here in the Sebastian Saucita match. He will be wrestling for fifth and sixth place after falling by a score of seven to three. Yeah, and you know what? Saucita has had a really good state tournament. And, and honestly, that Sturrock match is probably a match that he's an underdog in. So anything that Saucita does at this point is just kind of icing on the cake. End of the third, second period, so White's going to take down here for Sutherland against Gideon, and we get a little flurry, and oh, he's caught a headlock. He's caught a headlock on Gideon, but Gideon fights it off and didn't even give up any points. Not only no back, no reversal, no nothing. 
Yeah, that's just a good job of headlock defense there by Gideon. And and now now White tries a little Granby roll, and they're, and they're still rolling around. And now Gideon's got him in trouble. Man, this is this is this is a lot of action here for <laughs> for a couple big guys. Finally. Yeah. Finally, we have not had a lot of uh, action that, as we were mentioning to each other during the break here. It's a lot different than what we saw in A, and maybe because we had a couple of upsets in there, including Bo Hostler, but we had we had some action uh, throughout a lot of the Class A matches this morning, for, especially for our area. Yeah, and Jacob Fox down here for Axtell getting going here, trying to get back in for third and fourth. He's got Eli Paxton and Mullen that he's wrestling, and... and Paxton was a runner-up at 13 a year ago, uh, but I definitely think this this here is a match that that Fox might be a slight favorite in. See if he can get it done here against the uh, Mullen Bronco down here in the Gideon match. I think we might have just had a momentary little blood wipe there, nothing major. We go back to the center again. White is on bottom, trailing three to two. His choice here in the third period. We are down to a minute 15 to go. And Gideon just riding him here. That We had a lot of movement in the first 30 seconds of this period, but no points. On the other semifinal match, uh, Luke Howe of Mullen just getting going here against Gavin Anderson of Hyannis. I was talking to Coach Ryan Jones here over the lunch hour, and, and I asked him what he thought about his his two guys that he had in the semifinals here at 220 and heavy. And, and he, feel, he was pretty confident about both of them, but he said, you know, with, with how we have no idea what he's going to do because he's he's wrestling on a a torn ACL, torn MCL, torn meniscus, and and what's kind of interesting is you look down at the, at him and you figure you'd have a big old knee brace on and and he has nothing. Yep, absolutely nothing, but some guts. Back down here, no change. White has still been unable to escape, and we've got 27 seconds to go. Alex Gideon clinging to that 3-2 lead. We had a scoreless first period between Jacob Fox of Axtell and Paxton of Mullen, and Fox will take bottom to start the second. Restart here. Good action off the bottom by White, but Gideon has controlled it. He's been right there on every move. 15 seconds to go. One more chance maybe for White. Trying to establish a base. Gideon just keeps breaking him down. Seven seconds. White's got to fire one more, tries a roll through. Gideon's got it, and that's it. Alex Gideon to Burwell. Yeah, big, big win there for Gideon because White, White pulled the upset yesterday on uh, on Colby Larson of Ansley Litchfield, and maybe Larson's going to get a chance for some revenge on the backside now. Yeah, that was a 1-3 matchup yesterday. And so you got Gideon's at coach, and you got Gideon's that wrestle and congratulations there, Alex Gideon. He will move on. Numbers from Palmer, so a lot there in the bloodline. A Jacob Fox. Here we go. Fox off bottom, gets the reversal, able to put Paxton on his back. He's up by a score of 5 to nothing midway through the first period. Doesn't finish with the pin, but he's up 5-0. And he's got another cradle locked up and, and looking to try to turn him and get more back points even. So all we have left from our area is when we get to heavyweight here, Brendan Hall of SEM will be taking on Logan Mueller of Summerland. 
I tested you earlier. You can explain to the fans what Summerland is, too. Summerlin is, is a co-op up in uh, northeastern Nebraska. It, uh, it's Clearwater Orchard Ewing. They've got a whole bunch of, sometimes they co-op in some sports. They bring in other schools for some yeah. sports. Yeah, and, and they're bu- building a monster. I don't think it's done yet, but they're building a monster facility up there. Well, and as you were mentioned, how about this one? Hoet. Just picked up the pin down there over Anderson. Maxwell Hyannis are very familiar with each other, and Luke is into the finals. Yeah, and, and kind of what's interesting there is is this year we have the the sub-district and districts for wrestling, which we, we normally don't have sub-districts, and Anderson beat Howitt at sub-districts, and then Howitt turns around and wins the district. So that just shows you how, how evenly matched those guys are. And, and another guy out of that district in, in Brandon Knowles from Perkins County is wrestling in the other semifinal. So that's where the two 20-ers come from. And one Maxwell wrestler comes off the mat, and his teammate Caden Stubbs, who uh, beat Levi Kerner last night, is now going to take it against Brayton Brannick of Sand Hill Stedford, and they know each other. Yeah, I, I asked Jones if they, if they had wrestled this year, and they actually hadn't because... When they dueled Sandhills Thedford, Caden Stubbs was at 195 pounds. Now here he is at heavyweight. Back down here to Jacob Fox of Axtell. He leads Paxton of Mullen now 5-0. They are in the third period. They went neutral here in the third. And in on a shot there is Paxton. He is going to get the takedown. Of course, that's probably why he went neutral, trying to get the big five-point move, but... Only able to get two, not to the back, flatten him out. Still a lot of time, though. Yeah, I mean, Paxton, uh, last year at the state tournament, lived and died by a chin whip, and he lived by it. You know, he he ended up as a state runner-up. So it's definitely something that he's very good at, and as you see, he cuts Fox and gets right back in on another double leg and another takedown. So that makes it 6-4, to cuts him again. Makes it 7-4, to four, trying to play this two-for-one game. But only 45 seconds remaining, and now Fox sees what's going on. He tries to lock one up. Give him the yeah, takedown. Yeah, he gets the takedown, and then he cuts him. So we're 9-5 now. Well, that was kind of a cheap takedown for Fox, but nonetheless, he gains a point. You know down to I, 30 seconds to go. And I don't know if I'm, if I'm Coach Swedberg. I'm really happy that he cuts him loose right there, and we go back to our feet because you're only up four. And a, a five-point move beats you. Evil, the p- five-point move when you're on the wrong side of it. We have a little blood time here, so that'll stop this match for Fox. 37 seconds remaining. And Fox, with that 9-5 to five lead over Paxton, they'll be in the neutral when they get back to it. Again, we have Daw of Burwell on deck. They have really moved along here with these consolation uh, matches. Keen of Kennesaw's on deck. We have have a lot of weight to do between uh, the third, fourth, fifth, sixth place matches because these babies are moving along pretty quick. Yeah, and and, I mean, as quick as those matches are, as quick as we're turning these matches around, you know, you you start looking at the 45-minute rule, and, and if we run into that with these big guys that are still wrestling in the semis. And back to action after the blood time. Fox and Paxton duel end up coming off the mat down to 
14 seconds to go. 9-5, to five, Fox with the lead. Don't forget the Parade of Champions tonight at 7 o'clock for classes A and B. And Jacob Fox is able to finish it off. He wins it by a score of 9-5, to five, so Fox will wrestle for third and fourth. Still have another round coming. We will not be bringing that one to you live, although we are bringing you quite a few of them because we're waiting for Brandon Hall. So let's take a break. Hear from some more of our fine sponsors brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need is specializing in you. You're listening to the Class D portion of the state wrestling tournament. Locally owned and operated since 1883. A tradition of community banking. Full-service banking with a strong dedication to their local community is what Minden Exchange Bank is all about. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, and claim service that is second to none. See RAI of Nebraska and protect what needs protected in your life. Best of luck to the Ravana Blue Jays. There are so many advantages of shopping at Joe's Market in Loop City. You know the people who work there and they know you. Not to mention the great service, fresh meats and produce. Joe's Market in Loop City is proud to support the area athletes. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed rep. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for the area. Best of luck to all the athletes and coaches from Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer dealer. Hey, best of luck to all of our friends over at Fauner Park. The 68th season of live horse racing gets going tomorrow. Going to be warm enough, I guess, to get it done. We should have been in here over the weekend, Colin. We wouldn't have never known how cold it was outside. Yeah, it uh, it's definitely nice and warm in this building. And actually, you know, when I walked over from the hotel this morning to the arena, I walked outside and I'm like, man, man it's a heat box out here. It's kind of nice. The sun was shining. It's not 20 below. It's unbelievable. Uh, Nicholas Keene of Kennesaw has taken the bat here against Kyle Mosel of Plainview uh, in his consolation semifinals. As we get ready now for Brendan Hall to take the mat for SEM, Colin, just a kind of a rough go for our Class D semifinalists, but not really surprising. I mean, they had a lot of a lot of our guys were underdogs today. Yeah, you know, there was there was a couple guys that I really thought had a chance to maybe pull some if if you look at it on paper upsets. Um, but, you know, again, if you look at it on paper, they were supposed to lose those matches, and, and our guys competed well in them. And so, you know, hats off for how these guys have competed down here, and, and we'd like to see them all come back through and get third-place medals now. Got a takedown here for Nicholas Keene of Kennesaw. Goes up 2 nothing, but now we have some discussion here from the officials as they talk to the coaches over there on the sidelines with the suits and ties. 5 nothing as time expired here in the period is what the scoreboard reads in favor of Keene, and that's what he'll get. So up 5 nothing As we start the second period, looks like Mosul of Plainview gets choice to take bottom here in the second. And coming up, SEM's Brendan Hall. And again, nice to see... Uh, that their program has taken a little minor step. I mean, they always used to have a couple kids and some quality heavyweights. We talk about all those heavyweights that have come through the FKC and our Central Nebraska in Class D. But uh, one of the teams that was struggling to get anybody to medal in a tournament the last few years, and they did okay at Amherst. They did okay in the FKC, and 
They've got some kids down here at the state meet. Now they've got one in the semifinals. They brought Reese Jones and Aaron Hernandez, who were eliminated yesterday. Uh, both bent one and two, and now here's Brendan Hall in the semifinals. Yeah, you know, SEM's doing a really good job. Coach Nick Paternos there, SEM's doing a, doing a nice job, and he, he got himself a semifinalist. And, and honestly, I think Brendan's probably a favorite in this match if you look at it on paper. And, and uh, you know, the SEM actually had another kid that was a match away from Medellin, and, and they had a 13-pounder a that broke his elbow right before the Sumner invite that that probably would have been a medal contender down here. So, so they got some, they got some guys and they got some eighth graders and seventh graders that are coming up and, and they're, they're one of the programs that might be on the, on the up and up and coming around the area. They just don't have a lot of kids to choose from. And you look at their basketball team. I mean, they've got the one senior that's obviously uh, Rody is going to go to the Shrine Bowl. Right. So congratulations to him. And then everybody else is sophomores for Coach Line. So there's not a lot to choose from, but it's good to see that all the kids are out doing something and they've been pretty good at it. Right, yeah. And, and we just see a, a big headlock attempt by Maxwell's heavyweight over here. And and that's how he was able to beat Kerner and, and and Brannick's got to do a good job here for the next two minutes to, or 30 seconds here to defend that headlock off. Stubbs is down 4-2 to two after the big win yesterday. 30 seconds to go as they're in neutral. And then over here, looks like we're going to get a takedown for Brendan Hall. Although he's not in the greatest of positions, they're actually standing. Are we going to get a reversal here? Hall needs to keep scooting his hips up. Stubbs in on a shot again. They gave him two. Nope, it's going to be the other way. Uh, Brannick slid off, and he's got the lead. And Brannick of Sandhill Stedford is going to head to the state finals with a win over Caden Stubbs. Sandhill Stedford having a pretty good tournament. Yeah, Sandhill Sandhill Stedford. And Hall gets caught in a Chon Surrey here, but saved by the buzzer. Holy moly, he was done. Yeah, that he match was, was done. That match was going to be over. So, Hall with the takedown. Mueller, they got enough for an escape, and then he just dumped him. But no time for back points. They are discussing. Oh, no, they are. They discussed it. They're they're going to give give it to him. So, it'll be 5-2, Mueller of Summerlin over Hall of SEM as we start the second period. The winner will get Brayton Brannick of Sandhill Stedford tonight in the championship. Nick Keene, by the way, continuing to control his match. Hall's going to go on bottom here to start the second period, and that's a good choice. Go on bottom, get out, get a takedown, tie this thing back up. 7-4, Nicholas Keene of Kennesaw leading Mosul of Plainview as they go to the third period, and it'll be Keene's choice, and he will take bottom. Colton Daw of Burwell is on the mat again. After getting a big win in the wrestlebacks, he lost in the first round. He's won three in a row, and now he's got Paterka of Sutherland. At 132 pounds, that's who Belleville of Donovan Trumbull beat in the semis. Sometimes it's hard as a heavyweight to get off the bottom. Sometimes it's so slick you just get out of there immediately. And, oh, and he gets chonceried again. Hall's in trouble. Hall's pinned. And that's how quick it can happen in the heavyweight division. Summerland has a state finalist. And Hall will have to go through the meat grinder. The time, 2.36 for Logan Mueller. And let's see, uh, Hall 
I guess he would get uh, Levi Kerner. Yeah, yeah. Hall Hall draws Kerner on the backside, and and that's not a good matchup for him. Number one in the state. He already beat yeah. Mayfield, number two. So. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean Kerner's not a good matchup for anybody, so <laughs> that's not no no slight to Hall there. So. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll come back with a quick recap of what happened in this round, the score update, and then we will uh, get back to our hourly reports. So keep it here on ESPN as we come back with the new West Post game. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They've been providing insurance solutions to their customers in south-central Nebraska since 1885. Good luck, wrestlers. Dine in at Tubbs Pub in Sumner. Tubbs Pub offers daily lunch and dinner specials, including the best prime rib in the area. For great home cooking without the dishes, get to Tubbs Pub today. Tubbs Pub in Sumner is a proud supporter of the area wrestlers. Samson Construction in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area wrestlers. Samson Construction has served as a trusted partner with business owners, developers, and communities across Nebraska. Samson Construction experience, innovation, and commitment. Good luck, wrestlers. A new year means new opportunities, and many of our producers are seeing that come to life as the 2021 calf crop hits the ground. We know how essential these winter months are for your herd. From distillers, grains, tubs, and cubes, we have the right supplement for your operation. Don't forget our extensive lineup of equipment we offer from Sioux, Powder River, Gallagher, and perhaps our hottest item right now, our Polydome calf warmers. Reach out to your local Aurora Cooperative Animal Nutrition Rep today for all of your winter needs. Aurora Cooperative, tougher together. Doug Duda, Colin Pfeiffer here on the New West Post Game Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Don't forget, did it last night. We'll do it all three nights that are coming up on Power 99. When the wrestling is done here at CHI, we have our wrestling recap brought to you by Craig Weech's Impact Ag and Matt Pulaski, State Farm, in case you missed anything. So uh, we... I'll have our semifinals and then uh, finals in the consolation round going on. But uh, Colton Daw has uh, got a rematch with the kid that beat him in the first round right now, and Paterka is doing it again to him. Yeah, Paterka's really tough. And, and, and again, this is a match where Daw's, Daw's probably not a favorite. So Paterka, this will be the third time I think Paterka's beat him this year. But Daw catches him in a little bit of a cradle here. And puts him on his back. Can he get a little revenge? Holy moly. 15 seconds to go in the second period. He's got him locked up real good. Trying to get the pin. And Daw. Man, that's got to be close. Yeah, that's got to be really close. 2-1. Oh, Paterka fights it off. But a five-point move puts Daw back into it. Paterka 7 and Daw 5. All right, team scores. Plainview, 95.5. Elkhorn Valley, 67.5. Southwest sets in third. Uh, you've got Burwell in there still. Ansley Litchfield is ninth with 47, and Mullen is 10th with 45. As far as those that will be in the Parade of Champions tonight in the finals, uh, in Class D from our area, Drake Belleville of Donovan Trumbull at 132 against undefeated top-ranked Jeremy Larson of Brady. Then you will have Connor Schutz of Highline, undefeated top-ranked against Justin Bayer of Howells Dodge, a 47-7 sophomore. You will have Cooper Slingsby of Ansley Litchfield against number one Reese Zudevern of Sandhills Thedford. And Alex Gideon of Burwell will take on Gunnar Reimers 
of Palmer. Just a quick thought maybe on a couple of those uh, from your standpoint here. Colin, let's start 170 there. You talked about the buyer kid against Connor Schutz. Yeah, it's a rematch of the district final. Uh, Schutz took care of business pretty quick in the district final. I would guess he's probably going to do it again tonight. Uh, I think that was a second period pin in the district final. So Connor Schutz is a big heavy favorite. Uh, 132, Drake Belleville. He's going to get top-ranked Jeremy Larson. Larson was a runner-up a year ago at 132 pounds. Uh, Larson's now a, f- a three-time medalist um, for Brady. And and uh, Belleville's been beat by him twice uh, this season, but Belleville has put together a really good state tournament. I think he might be finally healthy. You never know what's going to happen in the state finals. And if things go right, Drake Belleville, First ever state champion for Donovan Trumbull. Cooper Slingsby wrestles, uh, at least lately, a lot of low-scoring matches here. He won one to nothing over Bridger of Fullerton. Uh, that's that kind of match. What he's going to have to have to beat Zodavern tonight? Yeah, I, th- I think so. And I said it during the broadcast that I would be surprised if the winner of that Bridger Slingsby match scored four points, and well, yeah. there was only one point total scored. Um, so I was not surprised by that. I think that's kind of how Slingsby needs to wrestle, though, is slow down the matches. And, and you know, we've seen it this morning with Hostler from Carney. You know, put yourself in a position to win the matches. And and Zutavern, they matched up earlier this season, and, and Zutavern was able to come out on top. So, I, I mean, again, it's the state finals. Slingsby's got nothing to lose. Go out there, wrestle, win the match. And then uh, Burwell Palmer, you got Alex Gideon against Gunnar Reimers. And uh, depending on how they, what weight class they start, uh, Gunnar might be coming off the heels of Ruger or he might get out there early. Yeah, I, I heard uh, right before we came up here and we went on air that we're starting at 106 tonight in the finals, which, which honestly really, really I like. Um, the last few years they've kind of bounced around and, and like to start the finals at a weight class above somebody that's going to become a four-time state champion to try to keep all the fans here. Well, the four-time state champions, when they win their four-state title, the arena's pretty empty because people are, are leaving to go home and, and everybody's got a long drive back. And, and you know, with the final starting at 7 o'clock tonight, I, I think the right move is to start them at 106. So that'll be the 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 third to last match that we have tonight. And uh, yeah, I, I, I think Gideon's got a chance. Reimers is one of those kids that likes to wrestle a, a one to nothing, two to one, three to two match. And, and Gideon's been, been hot lately. Uh, he, he wrestled really well at the district tournament. He, you know, he came out of the same district as Reimers. Um, so that's a district matchup rematch. And, and, you know, yeah, again, it's the state finals. Burwell right now setting in fifth at 54 and a half points. Palmer is fourth with a 58. And uh, Nick Keene of Kennesaw has just won by a score of nine to six. So he'll be in for third and fourth, as will Jacob Fox of Axtell. Uh, Sebastian Sacita of Shelton lost seven to three. So he'll go for fifth and sixth. Hunter Mayfield of Burwell will go for third and fourth. Levi Kerner of Arapahoe for third and fourth. Colton Horn of Donovan Trumbull uh, will be... I guess I should cut that back. They've got to wrestle again before we decide right. what they're doing. Uh, Cinch Kiger right now is wrestling against a Reed Bennett of Elkhorn Valley. Kiger of Overton won to get into the medal round uh, earlier today. Yeah. 
now, we want to thank our many fine sponsors, including Florang Chiropractic, Nutrient Ag Solution, Town & Country Bank, and Aurora Co-op for allowing us to bring you the State High School Wrestling Tournament. Again, we will keep updating you throughout the day, and then we will move into the finals tonight at 7. We've got basketball. We'll keep you updated pregame, halftime, postgame of those three basketball games. Pleasanton Amherst here on ESPN, St. Cecilia Kearney Catholic on the Breeze 94.5, Shelton and Silver Lake on Power 99. Colin, thanks, man. It was great. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. Now we get to go get ready for the best show on on planet Earth with the Parade of Champions. You know, I uh, I was fortunate enough, uh, 2005, 16 years ago now, that I got to I got to walk in the Parade of Champions. What were you, 12? I I I, I was uh, I was a sophomore in high school, um, and and actually kind of funny. It was the first year that Tyler Tyler Herman was the head coach at Amherst, and the last year that it was at Bob Devaney, and and still. You know they're gonna they're gonna play. Uh, we are the champions tonight, and uh, I'm I'm 16 years removed from walking in that, and it's still gonna make the hair on my neck stand up. So it, it, it's a really cool experience, and and happy for some of our local wrestlers that they get to experience it tonight. Uh, Doug, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to be on with you here today. Uh, it was it was a joy getting to call wrestling something I'm very passionate about and love. So. Thank you. I appreciate it. You bet. Thanks for uh, thanks for stepping in, and uh, we'll continue. We'll do it again. Yeah. Of course, if you got time. Yeah. From your refing and your trash rec- track wrestling, and you're working with any wrestle, thanks for squeezing us in. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me. And, and anytime, anytime you need me, uh, you you got my number, and I and I'd be happy to join you. Find out more and follow along as well at any wrestle. Uh, they can uh, give you some interviews and some updates and all kinds of stats and rankings are there uh, as well. Again, as Colin said, the we get to do it twice now. It is the greatest moment in high school sports. I've said it for years in the Parade of Champions at the State Wrestling Tournament. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. This is Doug Duda from the CHI Health Center. Thanks for listening. We've got more updates throughout the day. Keep it here on ESPN Radio. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.